what's going on everybody this is frisky more sessions with another installment of our flagship format this is episode 75 featuring sincere engineer uh sincere engineer deanna we go a couple years back now uh just in and out through shows and through the scene uh up in elgin down in chicago everything in between uh always always have asked her uh one of these days we're gonna have you on the podcast and with her new album rhombithian coming out and it came out on october 20th it was just the perfect time to have her come into the studio at atlas and record four uh live tracks acoustically uh off of that record so you're going to be hearing kind of exclusive acoustic live versions of the full band record uh, on this podcast today. Uh, that's kind of one of the big things that we talk about is being a solo singer songwriter and then recording an album with a full band. Uh, kind of what the difference is in terms of give and take of the creative process and how the recording went uh, as opposed to just being a solo artist. And it's interesting, if you go back and listen to her later discography, you'll notice that all of her recordings are full band, but whenever I've seen her live, it's always been acoustically. She's never taken that full band into the live uh, show. Uh, so we talk a little bit about that, and we talk about kind of moving from the suburbs of Chicago into Chicago proper and how that affected her life and being interactive with the punk scene. And then also kind of the obvious questions of how she got connected to Red Scare Industries for this latest release. Uh, she just got done playing Fest and she'll have her official proper record release show for Rhombithian uh, this Friday at Township with some other awesome bands, so definitely go check that out. Uh, a couple shameless plugs from me, make sure to rate, subscribe, follow, do what you do. Uh, however you listen to this podcast, we wouldn't be here without you, so definitely hit that follow button or that subscribe button, uh, however you're listening to this, and make sure you rate us so other people know how awesome it is. Uh, social media-wise, make sure to like us on Facebook at Frisky Morris Friends. Uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter at Frisky Morris with a little underscore in between Frisky and Morris and on Instagram at Frisky Morris Sessions underscore uh, underneath each word. Uh, so let's go ahead into the here and now and listen to some awesome live music from Sincere Engineer. Uh, Real quick, coming up uh, for the rest of this month, after this, we'll be releasing an Out of Towners number 30 featuring Pears from New Orleans, Louisiana, and they just put out a split with uh, Fat Wreck Label Mates Direct Hit, so definitely check that out. And then we'll be doing an album review roundtable right before Thanksgiving for releases July through September, uh, so definitely slacking on those, but... That is the end of year four, and we'll start year five at the end of November with our traditional year-end review. But for now, let's go ahead and listen to the episode at hand. This is Frisky Morris Sessions, episode 75, featuring Sincere Engineer. Enjoy. Come with me, you should come with me 
right, what is going on, everybody? We are here with Deanna of Sincere Engineer for Frisky Morris Sessions and our flagship format, Frisky Morris Sessions, here at Atlas Studios. Deanna, thanks so much for taking time out of your day. We were both kind of at 350 Fest last night. Apparently, you got a lot more sleep than I did. Okay. <laughs> um, the first song of the four that she recorded live in the studio this afternoon, uh, the first one that you just would have heard is called Shattering. And there was actually a video from Ian's Fest as part of that collab uh, compilation with that festival. And playing Vehicle City, uh, your your brunch set, as you mm-hmm. called it. I and didn't call it. <laughs> That's what I was told it was called. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Vehicle City in Flint and Ian's Party, and now you're playing Fest down in Gainesville in October. Uh, what would you say is the biggest difference between playing a bigger festival like that and then just playing uh, a one-off show? Right. Um, I'd say, like, the fact that there's more people that catch her set just because they're there. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, too, uh, like, I hear a lot of, like, the networking with mm-hmm. other bands and stuff, and just that whole idea of other people finding your sure. music where... That wouldn't have went to see a show that you were on. Yeah. Just because, or... And that was, like, like with, bands. with, like, touring and stuff like that, um, like, going to these places, I know, like, some of the boys in Penske Files, like, helped set up that yeah. festival in Michigan. Was there, like, a lot of Canadian people, or was it primarily... Oh, I don't know. Mich- but, <laughs> I played I mean, at, like, <laughs> one in the afternoon. I don't know. I don't, but uh, I feel like it's that same kind of thing, where it's, like, not even recognizing that it's, like, internationally, oh, like, sure, yeah. with, like, Fest is going to be fucking right. insane. Right. Like, have you ever done something, like... No. That crazy? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I've never been to Fest, so it's going to be interesting. I'm nice. very, I'm very excited. Very cool. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so moving away from kind of like Fest and all that stuff, uh, I always like to start these with kind of an origin story. Mm-hmm. Damien Abraham of Fucked Up has a podcast, uh, Turned Out a Punk, mm-hmm. which I selfish, selfishly plug as an awesome podcast that I listen to and everyone else should nice. listen to. Um, but kind of going into that origin story, like how did you discover music and how did you discover playing and all of that fun stuff? All the all the fun, embarrassing stuff from back in the day. Um, I like started playing guitar when I was in like fifth grade and uh, it just like, I like, I was never able to write a song until I turned like 20 and then I wrote like really shitty songs. And then, uh, like, six months later, I wrote some, like, not-as-shitty songs, and I recorded them with uh, Pete Carparelli at Million Yen. Uh-huh. And then somehow, like, Toby found out about it and, like, let me open for Brendan. That's so crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it was so, like, like, like the first, like, show mm-hmm. as Sincere Engineer, was that, like, Kelly's show? I, that was, like... No, I played one before it to, like, prepare. Yeah. So I was like, I can't, I can't just, like, <laughs> open for my hero not having played in front of anyone. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was like, it went, like, okay. I don't know. I don't even, like, play the songs that I played that night. Anymore. Yeah. But, uh, and, like, there was, like, a, a five minute, like, solid five minutes of, like, a tuning issue. <laughs> and, uh, and it, like, became, like, I feel like it became, like, an ongoing joke between, like, all the friends I made, like, as soon as I got into the, the punk scene or whatever. Yeah. That, like, I didn't know how to tune my guitar. <laughs> yeah. So, so. You need someone, like, on the side, exactly. like, your, yeah, like, yeah. tech hand tuning the guitars for you. <laughs> I got a guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, with kind of uh, that and, like, 
playing at such a young age and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, how did you get specifically into punk music? Um, so, like, I, uh, my parents sent me to daycare until I was, like, 12, because they, like, worked a lot. Yeah, kind of like uh, latchkey kids syndrome, yeah. Sure, I don't know what that is. Latchkey kids is, like, back in the day, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it was just, like, the, like, kids would just, like, when their parents weren't home because they were oh, yeah, working, yeah. and it's, like, they, like, latchkeys and stuff like that. Got so. it. Nice. I like that. But, um, yeah, it was, like, so I had a friend there who had, like, the Q101 comp of, like, 2003 or four or whatever it was. And it had um, Newfound Glory and, like, Green Day on it. And the golden age of pop punk. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, and then, like, we figured out Warp Tour was, like, a couple weeks away, so we are like, oh, we gotta go. Yeah. And then I got it, like, quickly into, like, Newfound Glory, and I saw, like, No Effects and Anti-Flag that day. And I, like, that was, like, my introduc- introduction into punk. Ooh, That's... I don't like the way I said that. That's gonna sound horrible. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> I was like... <laughs> um... Yeah, so, and then I just, like, quickly fell in love with it and, like, had to play guitar and stuff. That's awesome. So. What was, uh, playing guitar, what was kind of, like, the first songs you learned on guitar? Uh, I took lessons for, like, two years, but it was, like, not... I mean, the guy was great, but it wasn't helpful or relevant to my interests. So I've actually, like, I've heard that a lot from punk guitarists, where yeah. it was like, the music theory, like, yeah, a little bit. Sure, I but, didn't even learn like, theory. I wish I did. Because <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I mean, it would. he'd teach me, like, like Eric Clapton. Stuff, there you go. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> no, I didn't love it. Um, I mean, I can't even play that stuff now, so I was like, yeah. it was just like, I just wanted to, like, you know. I, I learned how to play guitar from playing, like, Alkaline Trio songs. Okay, yeah, for sure. So, Very cool. Yeah. So, from kind of, like, the pop punk and going into, like, the Alkaline Trio and Lawrence Arms and things like that, how did you kind of, when you were talking about, like, the shitty songs and mm-hmm. less shitty songs and, like, now... <laughs> now the, uh, uh, like, step above yeah. less shitty. Um, kind of, like those being like your influences when you started writing your own music right. kind of what was like your song has your songwriting process kind of stayed the same throughout the years or has yeah. it kind of like radically changed in any way or kind of what's the, the what's actual that? process has not changed yeah like it's just me writing like notes on my phone yeah um, and recording it on my phone voice memo or yeah, yeah, notepad but uh, yeah no i'm not i don't really write anything but um <laughs> Uh, yeah. I would say content changes more. Yeah, But for not sure. the process. Yeah. So. And we were talking a little bit, uh, earlier about kind of being from, like, Orland Park, yeah, like, yeah. Southwest Suburbs and stuff, and moving to Chicago, and what was kind of the biggest change, just you as a person, sure. from moving to the sub, from the suburbs, like, right. into Chicago proper? Um, like... I'd say the biggest thing was that, like, when a show ends at midnight, I'd be home in, like, 15 minutes instead of having to drive a half, or an hour home. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but also, like, I could drink more, because, like, an Uber would be, like, you know, totally affordable <laughs> yeah. versus, like, 40 bucks to get home. Yeah, definitely. So that part's cool. That always makes it more fun. Although I don't drink that much anymore. But, uh, yeah. I still, like, I think I used to go to shows more often when I lived in the suburbs, because I was like, you gotta get out of here. Yeah. No, definitely. <laughs> but, yeah. So. That was the 
Oh, what was that coffee shop in Willow Springs? Uh, Ashbury? Yeah. yeah. That used to be, like, the I never, place. Yeah, really? For, <laughs> I don't know. I've been, I used to go to the... Back um, in the day. <laughs> no, uh... They had, like, a, a open, or what is it, improv night. Oh, yeah. When I was in high school, and, like, all the cool kids went to that, and I went a couple times, but it was, like, not my scene. Not, you're not the improv type? No. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, like, comedy's cool, I guess, but I music's always been my thing. So. Very cool. I, I've never seen a show there. Okay. I think they still do stuff. But. Yeah, I know they were, like, on the verge of closing, like, really? a while back, and yeah. they, like, reopened or something. Gotcha. Um, but in terms of kind of, like, being on your own mm. and, like, doing your own thing and kind of, like... Yeah. Little person in the big city kind of thing. Um, was it a very, like, what, did it, like, help or anything like that in you as a musician where it's kind of like you're on your own time and you could dedicate a lot more time to music? Sure. Or uh, was no. there any, like, no? <laughs> no, no. I mean, I've, like, always had a full-time job, like, since I got out of college, so, and since I've started writing. Okay. So, uh, to say that I had more free time because I, like, lived here, that's not true. But, um, I don't know, just being closer to it, I guess. And, like, if I, like, made friends, it'd be, like, easier to, like, hang out with them. Sure, yeah, yeah. Instead of, like, oh, I'm, like, an hour away, I can't just show up, <laughs> yeah. you know? Planning is involved. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're gonna take our first little break. You're gonna listen to the second song that Sincere Engineer played live at Atlas Studios, and it's called Candle Wax. And when we come back, we'll talk more about the new album that is coming out or has already come out. We're still figuring out the scheduling of uh, when this is being released. And uh, the full band versus all that good stuff and the recording process. But for now, enjoy more music. Yeah, no, stop. 
All right, what's going on, everybody? We are back with Frisky Morris Sessions with Deanna of Sincere Engineer. You just listened to Candle Wax off this new record that's coming out on Red Scare. And I am terrible with names and pronunciations, so <laughs> I looked at the name of this record, and oh, I was Jesus. like, let's Wait. just have you say what the record's called. It's so stupid. It's called Rombithian. Rombithian. It's a word I made up. It's a made-up word. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean it's. <laughs> if you were to put Rombithian in the Webster dictionary, what would be the definition? Oh, I don't know. Um, I mean I can explain it, but <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, I mean okay, so it's like I was like super drunk when I thought of this, like um, like all good ideas. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm not so sure. <laughs> uh, I like part of me loves it, part of me hates it, but there's a reason I like stuck with it. So um. My friend and I, like, had this, like, ongoing joke that, like, he'd always call me and I'd be, like, driving somewhere between, like, Chicago or Homer Glen or, like, Elgin, because I'm there a lot. Yeah. Um, and, like, it was, like, this triangle, and he was like, well, if you had Mokina, it could be a rhombus. And I was like, I want the rhombus. <laughs> so, like, for a while, I was like, oh, I should call it I want the rhombus, because, like, all these songs were written, like, in this period of time in my life where, like, I was, like, always, like, in between these cities. Yeah. And, uh... So basically, it's just like I'm like never outside of a four cornered shape on a map of Illinois. Okay, that's like the short version. But so I was like, I don't know. I got drunk and like was playing around with it. And I was like, oh, I'm Bithy, and it's like, it's like me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then um, because I made it up, if you Google it, nothing comes up. But no, <laughs> but now that it's been announced, only stuff about it comes up. Nice. That's the main reason I like stuck with it because I was like, there's nobody else. With this word, because it's like mine. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so, no, that's really cool. I like it, that. <laughs> so I'm gonna get asked that question till I die. Yeah, I'm sure. It's okay. And you know that's that's okay. <laughs> I asked for it. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so this is debut LP mm -hmm. uh, with Red Scare. I know you, we talked about kind of the first, like, big show right, right. Um, and everything like that. How did from that? which had to have been, what, like, two years ago? Yeah, 2015. To now, like, in that two-year span, right. what kind of, how have you built that relationship with Toby mm -hmm. and the Red Scare family sure. to be asked this, kind of? Uh, I mean, I've known Toby, like, for a really long time. <laughs> I knew him before I had, like, songs and stuff. Okay. Um, uh, I don't know, he, like, let me play that show, and it was, like, the best day of my life. And I was like, well, I should keep going, I guess. Sure, yeah. <laughs> it was like this huge show. That, it was basically like a dream come true to open for my hero, you know? Yeah. So I was like, oh, I could just run with this, I guess. Um, <laughs> so I just like, you know, met more people and wrote more songs and uh, played more shows. Okay, and then kind of like from that, and then they snowballed, yeah. just and, hit uh, you up. And... Uh, well, I mean, like, I uh, I played at the fireside, and like Matt Jordan happened to be in the audience, and he like stopped me after the show, and he was like, I record bands, I could, uh, I think I could help you. And I was like, oh, okay, whatever. And then, um, and then I was, like, driving my friend home, and he was like, do you know who that was? And I was like, no. <laughs> He's like, uh, you should add him on Facebook and make sure you stay in touch with him. Yeah, definitely. I was like, okay. So, like, I don't know, a couple months later, I was, I hit him up, and I was like, okay, I'm ready. Yeah. It was, like, it's, like, really funny that I, like, just brushed him off. I didn't That's really, just, I, don't yeah. want, I don't want him to know that. But it's just, like, it's that idea of just, like, and I think it... <laughs> it shows kind of the work ethic and kind of how you are live and stuff like that where it is 
kind of really from that show the past mm-hmm. two years like really like being driven to sure. like really make this something bigger yeah yeah it's and like all i do in my any like free time and i spend like all my money on it yeah <laughs> so, like, it's like my baby that's why i keep calling it yeah <laughs> no for sure and so. is it kind of what was that feeling of just like i know the facebook posts and mm-hmm. everything like that of like the walking billboard and all that right. stuff but to kind of be like you've put all this money and all this time into something and then have someone as big as that mm-hmm. kind of find value oh, in yeah, what you've been doing <laughs> and like wants to help like get that music out to more people right like is it even a describable no. feeling <laughs> no it's like i mean it's like uh it's I think the label started in like two thousand four and I was like I was at like the anniversary show or whatever where it was like the Lawrence Arms Falcon Sundowner and American Steel or something. Uh-huh. It was like I was I was only like fourteen when that show happened. Um it's just been like a huge part of my life, like this whole time. And I've known who Toby was since I was like that age. But I didn't meet him till I was like nineteen or twenty. Sure, yeah. It was like, Oh my god, this famous person. He like yeah. <laughs> I I met him because he needed a ride <laughs> like to a different show from where we were. And I was like, I, I was too afraid to ask because he was like, I was like fangirling. And yeah. my friend was like, do you want me to ask? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, uh, Deanna will drive you there. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, I don't know. It was awesome. That's like where our friendship started. How awkward was that car ride? Oh, I was like, I can't, I can't crash. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it like a famous person. And he's like, all I do is stuff envelopes. What are you talking about? Yeah. Um, and then like a couple months later, I turned 21. I had my birthday at G-Man like you know as you do yeah um and he lived like he used to live above it sure so we all like tweeted him he's we were like you should come down and have a beer with us and he did it was awesome oh man that's so cool that like <laughs> from that evolved this like yeah friendship and now right. like this working relationship that is like oh yeah so crazy <laughs> I mean, I failed to mention that I also bothered him at like every show yeah I was like <laughs> super drunk and like made it a point to say hi to him every show hey so i mean sometimes it's that when i've talked to other bands like getting on labels and stuff Mm -hmm. it's like sometimes that consistency is like what people need sure because they see demos and people every single day i'm sure but it's like that kind of like hey i'm still here yeah yeah hey (laughs) over here thank you okay yeah yeah. Um, i mean i I would hope that the reason he like put it out is because it's he likes it. Oh, I'm yeah, sure, I mean, for sure. I mean, he's told me he does. But, yeah. you know, I don't know. I'm sure that has something to do with it. He's not going to put out something that, like, everyone's a bunch of assholes or something. No, <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> so going into the recording of this, uh, talking a little bit about, like, the solo versus full band and stuff like that, but this was also the, what you put out before the EP versus the 11-song LP that this is. Mm-hmm. Was there a big difference in recording an LP versus recording an EP? Or was it just kind of, like, the same, just longer? (laughs) Uh, no. I mean, that that EP was very, like, lo-fi. Sure, yeah. Uh, And that was, like, um... I don't know. It was, like... The process was definitely very different. It was more, like, um... Do the song, and then we'll go back and, like, maybe fix what you don't like. Okay. This was, like, we're gonna get everything perfect. Yeah. (laughs) And it's, like... And it took, like, nine months, because we, we all, like, have full-time jobs, so it was, like, we'd do, like, either an all-day on a weekend or um, after work for, like, six hours or something. Yeah. And it just happened to, like, stretch out for, like, nine months, and it was, uh, 
Because it was something like, what, like last October? Yeah. You started or posting or... Even, even or, uh, earlier. Than earlier that. than that? It was like, I was like, oh my god, I'm so excited. I was like excited for this whole time. So I was just like, Ugh. it was like, <laughs> I don't know, too much energy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I mean, now I feel like relieved that at least it's like, I don't have to do that. I love recording though. It was like so fun. Yeah. But Matt's like a pleasure to work with, so... Is it, He's amazing. Is it hard? Like, do you find yourself in the studio as a perfectionist yeah. or as someone that's just, just kind of like, oh, you can you can kind of like no. work with that, right? No, no, <laughs> yeah. We, it, it took that long. But it, I mean, uh, we recorded an entire song and like it was done and we like decided that my voice is better when the capo is like on four instead of two and we redid the entire thing. Oh, we wow. Just, like, and I was like, it was really hard for me to like, like, uh, I don't know. It was just, like, for the better of the, like, the product. It was, like, we had to do it. But yeah. But I was, like, oh, that means, that's, like, another month where I'm <laughs> out of this. <laughs> was there ever a time, like, with it taking so long that you're just, like, I don't care anymore. Like, let's just no, end it. No, like, no, or, no. like, kind of what kept you going, like, in that whole time to kind of be patient and kind of respect <laughs> the process and be, like, I know in the end it's going to be yeah. fucking killer. I, a like, lot of that was, like, Matt just like talking me down yeah <laughs> um but I, like every time we'd like finish a song it'd be like oh holy shit this is it's like it's fine it's gonna be okay yeah like one time we uh i don't i think it was like on screw up like as soon as we like finished recording it we like listened to it and, and matt and i just looked at each other and we were like <laughs> speechless because it was like i don't know we like loved what we created it was awesome that's cool it was like an indescribable feeling um, it's super lame to say that. No, yeah. <laughs> so, in terms of, as you're recording it, like, the arranging and things like that, going mm. from that acoustic to the full band, was it a, a discussion just between you and Matt, or mm. the full band jamming and seeing what fit, or did you already come to the table with, hey, this is what I had envisioned right. for how the full band was going to sound? Um, that was mostly Matt, I would say. Um, okay. Like, like I said, I, like, provided, like skeletons of these songs and like he's the producer of it so like a lot of like the full band um like meat of it yeah <laughs> to use a gross word um <laughs> that's that was mostly him uh i mean like i definitely threw out ideas and stuff and so did like kyle and nick but and adam uh but yeah i would say i mean like when i like he was like he was trying to describe how like one of the songs would sound and i was like oh so it's gonna be like super fast and punk and he's like no think more like chris of the lawrence arms on brendan yeah. i was like oh okay i get it <laughs> it's in my terms now that's awesome yes just put it into lawrence arms and i'll wrap my brain exactly. around it <laughs> i'm a simple and i like the video of you just spinning in the chair like everything oh, yeah. is done Those like, right here. <laughs> the chair spins yeah. so well <laughs> I got so sick from doing it. I, that, I was going to say, I, I was going to ask you that, because I was like, as I was watching that, I was like, she's going for a while. Like, oh yeah. I'm kind of getting dizzy watching it. And, uh, <laughs> like, remember that it's, like, social media, so I had to do it, like, 50 times before it was perfect. Sure, of course, yeah. Um, I don't know if I, like, got the flu or food poisoning, or if it was from that, but I threw it for two days. No. I swear, I think I think I had the flu. I want to say that I had the Congratulations, flu. Congratulations, <laughs> the record's done. You're going to be sick the next it few days. It was so bad. And, like, that day it rained, so I was like, guys, I have to go home. I think I left my windows open. But it was really because, like, I'm going to throw up so much. And I did <laughs> for two days. Oh, no. I missed work oh, my for gosh. two days. That was bad. 
But that spinning video was worth it. Totally (laughs) worth it. Yes. Got a hundred likes. Oh my god. (laughs) I no, I was so stupid. I didn't. I've never told anyone that. Well, now you've told the world. It's so embarrassing. Yeah, I don't care anymore. That's (laughs) They'll relate to you more as a person and musician hearing stories like this. Sure. Like I throw up like everyone else. Yeah. I mentioned the. I put my shoes on one foot at a time, and sometimes they have throw up in it. I mentioned puking in like two or three songs, I think. Yeah. It's a, yeah. It's a constant in my life, yes. <laughs> well, we're going to take our final break. You're going to listen to the third song that Deanna recorded at Atlas Studios today, and it is called Keep You Company. And when we come back, we're going to pull some tidbits Ooh. and fun <laughs> facts. Uh, I think they're fun. She may not think they're fun. <laughs> I'm scared. Uh, <laughs> so scared. I kind of should be. And then we'll go into our traditional speed round. But for now, enjoy more music from Sincere Engineers. You just listen to Keep You Company. I'm here with Deanna of Sincere Engineer, and we are wrapping this up in a pretty little bow. That's my like <laughs> tagline for segment three of this uh, podcast format. Uh, some things that I wanted to talk about first and foremost was our shared love for the musical group Third Eye Blind. Ooh, yeah, yeah. I saw a video of you at like a Third Eye Blind concert and yeah. I was like, yes. They're they're amazing. I Toby asked me what I was supposed to write, or what he should write for for fans of like to like promote this record and I like threw in Third Eye Blind and he was like, "Oh, 
no, no. He, he didn't do it. He's like, like try no. another one. <laughs> I was like, it's so there. There's a song in particular that's so third eye blindy. Yeah. I, I like. I don't care what anyone says. They're they like have writing melodies down. So now the like the secret egg yeah. like quiz Mate. of this podcast <laughs> now will be listen oh, to yeah, the sure. album do and it. comment on this episode if you think you know Do what it. the Third Eye Blind song is. <laughs> it's pretty... We use tambourine on almost every song. That, okay. But <laughs> I guess that's a clue. No, it's yeah. not a clue. That didn't narrow it down at all. Um, we don't yeah. want to give them any spoilers. No <laughs> sorry, spoilers. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I love them a lot. They're not my favorite band, but I uh, I saw them like a couple weeks ago, like you said. Yeah. Um, they played their self-titled in its entirety. Ooh, yeah. nice. Yeah, like, that was uh, very surprising. And um, yeah. They're awesome. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah, that's like your non-guilty pleasure yeah, no. because you don't care who knows it. No, yeah, I don't know why people don't. It's super catchy. I know. Yeah. I know it's like some of the lyrics are questionable, but I mean, come on. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But all right, let's get into the speed round. Whoa, <laughs> my voice is doing funny things now. Um, Peter Brady. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's the fun stuff that's not going to get edited out. Yeah, that nice. <laughs> um, so I'm going to ask you random interview questions. All kind right. of got a preview of them uh, before right, the right. session started. Uh, threw in, like, a few other ones to keep you a little bit on your toes. Okay. Answer truthfully. Okay. This is not a contest to, <laughs> s- to see how punk you are. Right, I'm not very punk. <laughs> um, first question I always ask is the first album cd cassette physical mm-hmm. piece of music you bought with your own money uh, okay i think it was like either this is like uh no it's not i'm sorry uh <laughs> like I, I think i bought like a couple at the same time so it was like less than jake anthem okay uh no effects war on errorism okay this shows you what year this was yeah um and i want to say okay yeah so remember i mentioned like the warp tour thing yeah yeah so just like you know went to best buy like the next day uh and then the anti-flag it was a terror state or something. Yeah, hell yeah. Very political stuff. Yeah. I, I, I must have lost sight of that somewhere. <laughs> online, but. I meant to ask, with Warp Tour and stuff like that, um, <laughs> with, like, the BMX or the skateboarding and stuff, were you ever into kind of, like, skateboarding oh, or yeah, all that stuff? Definitely. I would... I, I would argue that that's also how I got into punk, like, playing Tony Hawk 4. Okay, nice. Like, the Less Than Jake song that was on that. Um... Yeah, I mean, I skateboard. I'm not good, but I do it occasionally. Yeah, mostly than me. just like <laughs> Mostly just, like, uh, like, moving, not, like, doing tricks or anything. Okay. Like, like Ollie. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. Very cool. I think I answered everything. Yeah. Um, favorite alcoholic beverage? Ugh. Um, I don't know. I go through phases, because, like, I get, like, super sick on something, throw up a lot, and then I, like, can't drink it again. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. Um, what what phase are we currently in? Uh, the do you know what one Z enough is? No, it's like revolution, like the twelve percent, like one's enough. Oh yeah. gosh, yes. <laughs> it's like <laughs> so far I had like um, a couple the other day. Is it like a, like a gold can or it's like, like blue dark, with like it's a gold dark blue and black? Yeah. Okay, I have had that. And it's str- it's like dark. It's strong. Yeah. it's good. It's... I only need one. That's yeah, why I like yeah. it. I'm not I'm not someone that can like keep consuming yeah you know so it's like if i could get it done quickly it's it's my thing yeah i like, can't really do shots anymore um <laughs> yeah. i also like R.I.P. <laughs> I, I like sprite and uh like some like grenadine and uh vodka okay um 
Very nice. What know. what was what was the phase before one's enough? If there was like a what was the last like Bam. never again? Um. I what mean, are I what are we like, off of? What are we off we're of? We're off of rumplements. Rumplements. <laughs> get it, get it out of here. <laughs> I, like my what like turned twenty one had to go to G Man every weekend. Sure. All the rumplements in the world. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, I can't even, like, I, I sometimes get nauseous when I floss because oh. of that. Um, I used to always make a drink called a snowshoe, and <laughs> it's equal parts Jameson and Rumplemints. Yikes. So it's, like, nice and cool minty Rumplemints in the sure. beginning, and then just, like, the Irish whiskey after. I'm and... getting, like, a watery mouth and it chills right now. <laughs> I need to stop. Next question. I have, I have a cat. Favorite I... <laughs> song to play live. Wait, my cat's name is Snowshoe, the one that died. Um... Oh. What was it? Favorite, Favorite song, song to play live. Oh, I don't know. Um, it's, it's tough to say because I'm still kind of like, I don't know. The ones that people sing back. Okay. I don't know. I'm gonna, I guess I'll say Shattering. Shattering? Nice. Nah, that's lame. No? It's not lame if it's the answer. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I'm going to go with that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you could pinpoint one band that got you into punk, I know we were kind of talking about that, like, yeah. Fun Glory, uh, No Effects, that kind of stuff. Um, so if you feel like you already answered that question, mm-hmm. one band that made you want to be in a band? Uh, Lawrence Arms. Lawrence Arms? For sure, yeah. Hell yeah. I, 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 let me, like, say that I'm not a huge, like, No Effects fan. I don't know, like, a bunch of their stuff. I just know that record. Sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I was, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I so, wish you knew them more. Frisky Morris Sessions as a format is all about the Chicagoland area mm-hmm. and bringing local bands into the studio. Yeah. Who should I have on the podcast next? And I'll let you know if I've already had them. Um, well, I know you've had the usuals. Yeah. They're like best friends of mine. Yeah. Um Oh man, I don't even know. I feel like I like I follow you guys, so I, like I've seen like everybody <laughs> on it. Um have you had droughts? I have not. Oh, there you go. They're not. They're not so much punk. They're more like hardcore. Yeah, we've had them. Their last release we had on the album review round. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also good friends with all them. Hell yeah! Okay. So droughts. Oh, so I win. I did get one. You got one. Right <laughs> I off I was the bat. <laughs> that was gonna be naming like all these. Even though I did them. No. All right. Last question. Uh, music professor at Columbia said that music is just like any other art form where mm-hmm. whether you're a photographer or a painter or a musician, when you create your art, sometimes there's an idea or a feeling or a specific message that you want to portray and communicate to your audience or the listeners. Mm-hmm. So we'll go with specifically this new album. Mm-hmm. Uh what do we want the audience to walk away with either a feeling or a message <laughs> after listening to the record? Oh, jeez. Um, you could do live show after a live show if that's, like, a I little easier. No, um, that's a really tough question. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm not, like, trying to make anyone think any certain way or anything. Okay. Um, I don't know. Maybe just, like... If someone sees some a song that's like or hears a song that they think is relatable, they can like get some sort of like therapeutic whatever from it. Or uh I don't know. I do this for fun. Yeah. Uh but I take it very seriously. So for it's sure. like I don't know, if if you wouldn't like what you hear or whatever. 
just like honestly my goal is like if my song's stuck in your head that's like really cool to me yeah that's why i like try to write like you know third eye blind-esque songs yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you know like melody's like my main focus i think yeah songwriting would be close second um the, the playing yeah <laughs> third so it's like the like, having fun and kind of all that stuff to you is there i know i've had some bands that have taken that question and kind of been like not really because i write these songs for me sure and if you have a connection with it great yeah, if yeah. not like that's cool like mm-hmm. this is kind of for me sure. and like okay. my little gift to myself yeah, yeah. is there any of that feeling with it or do you uh, kind yeah. of like i mean i like i it fills my time and i have fun with it so yeah it's like i have that um and it is therapeutic for me but to i mean i'm not like writing it so i can like listen to my own songs, yeah. like. <laughs> as we were listening back to segments of like the interview and you're like ah no like, yeah, yeah. That's i don't want to hear i hate my voice I, my the old ep i used to have up um I like it's like cringeworthy to me now. Oh yeah. But like I don't know. I guess I don't know. It's like I mean like I think this record's good. Like we all did like we put like hundred ten percent effort into it, so it's like I could uh, listen to it without moving around in my chair too much. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, Deanna, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Of course, uh, it's fun. For all of you listening at home, we are going to listen to the fourth and final track. From here at Atlas Studios, it is called Ceramic Tile. Yes! Yes! You don't know back home what that means for me, but I fucking nailed it, and I'm just having my own little party here. Ceramic Tile I feel like you should is explain the slight. song that you are going to listen to. Or not. It's the title of the song called Ceramic Tile off the new record from Sincere Engineer, called Rhombithida. <laughs> I've tried. You want me to say it? Yeah, I want you to say Rhombithian? it. Rhombithian? Rhombithian. And he even wrote it out, like, phonetically. It's spelled phonetically. <laughs> I couldn't even read my own phonetic For, it's, stuff. Uh, you did good. I'm did glad good? Tile was good. Okay. Tile was good. You powered through. Powered through. <laughs> we did it. Deanna, thanks so much of again. Course. Thank you. From all of us here at Frisky Morris and friends, have a good day, night, evening, wherever you're listening to this, and we are out. Bye. See you later. Woo! Ceramic tile in the bathroom. You make me dizzy on this drunken afternoon, but you're cold against my face when I lie down on top of you. My broken smile in the bathroom. I disappear And blood cells float around below me in the bathroom sink with some spit and sprite vodka And I'm wondering why I feel so weak 